Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Happy Monday morning, everybody, or Monday afternoon, depending where you're watching the show today. This morning, I have an amazing guest. I am so honored and so grateful to have Phoenix Rising joining us. There she is. Hello, beautiful. Good morning. Hi. Oh, how are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am thrilled we are going to chills go deep today. I got chills. I got chills. <laughs> so she's joining us from California on Zoom. Thank you so much. And and where and you're Southern California, correct? Yes, I'm in Southern California. I'm up in a place called Topanga Canyon, mm-hmm. which is this beautiful canyon which connects from uh, the PCH, which runs along the ocean. Oh. Over a beautiful canyon, it's gorgeous. Oh, and into the valley, yeah. yeah I gorgeous. grew up. I grew up watching that same ocean when I grew up in San Francisco, so I know how beautiful that can be. And good for you that mm. you get to enjoy that on a regular basis. This morning's yes, show, you. yes, thank you. Um, I am talking with you guys today about what I really get excited about. You know, this is a business motivation show. But I've also incorporated a lot of different healing modalities because I want to open your eyes, the general public, to the things that I have discovered have helped me in my own journey. If you didn't watch the intro, oh goodness, for I, you know it, my earpiece is popping out already. Uh, If you didn't watch the intro all the way, I talk and explain about some of my own journey and how my own business has blown up as as a byproduct of becoming a little bit more awake to the experience that we have here on our planet Earth right now. And what a crazy experience we're having. Uh, Farai, do me a favor, go ahead and hit the slide, just because I do wanna remind my guests, go ahead and show the screen. There you go, the whole screen, there you go. I wanna remind my guests, I have interviewed several people in the past, whether it's my yoga teacher, my mind empowerment coach, my psychic medium, my, founder of Sovereign Women Academy and Satori Wellness, and even my naturopathic medical doctor. I'm all about sharing the people that I've come across on my own journey with all of you watching our show. Um, Go ahead and show Phoenix, please. Thank you. And Phoenix is definitely one of them. My girlfriend, Anna, that I grew up with, we're gonna talk about her momentarily, connected the two of us, and I've been so grateful for that connection. Uh, Fry, please show us the first screen so I can introduce a proper introduction for Phoenix. If you guys are on Instagram, I want you guys to go check her out on the official Phoenix Rising page. 
And if you, if you go there, you're gonna see the very first thing underneath her intro is awake. And that is really the theme of the show today. We are in crazy times and with crazy times comes you know, a shattering of your old reality. And before you can build the new one, you need to be willing to let go of some old stuff. Wouldn't you agree? Um, Phoenix, go ahead and put her back yeah. on. And so <laughs> I, I have found so much inspiration just from your Instagram page alone. Thank you. I love it. I love it. And um, the next slide that we have, can you talk to us about this? Because I want you to really please mm -hmm. go into your why, your background, because I want people to know why I have you on the show today sharing your story. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you again so much. And because uh, is, is this the, the recent... The Jesus um, walked into Whole Foods. Do you think oh. they would ask him to wear a face mask? And I love how you had like the little disclaimer immediately before anybody gets right. crazy about this post. It's a serious philosophical question. Um, and go right. ahead and let's 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 listen to Phoenix explain that post. Yes, She's, you're going to get me on the post. Yes, <laughs> I am. The, the most controversial post. Well, on my page, which but right now is COVID. Just... How can we not talk about this? It's no. 2020, the year that nobody yeah. would have ever predicted. I don't care who you exactly. are, with what kind of crystal ball, yeah. nobody would have right. expected the chaos and the crazy things that have happened in the first half of this year. And I think a lot it's, of us are bracing ourselves for the second half. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. And it, it, it's great. I, I, I really wanted people to to think uh, more deeply. I, I literally actually was sitting in front of uh, Whole Foods and I'm getting ready to you know mask up before I go in. Um, I was wondering to myself, I was like, wow, you know what? I wonder if Jesus, if he was Yeshua, and I'm not a religious person at all. I'm a very historical, uh, studied uh, person in the great masters and avatars are fascinating to me in the frequency that they brought to earth, uh, you know, trying to teach us all that inside us we have the healing power and that inside us lies the essence of the spirit. Right. Your higher self, you know, the, the quantum field, it's all inside us. We are and, so powerful, but so many of us do not realize that. Right. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder Yeshua, and you recognized him, of course, this is a fantasy sure. piece. But I'm just sitting there going, I wonder if they would say, hey, buddy, you know, you got to put on that mask. Or they would <laughs> go, wow, you know, this is this is Yeshua. Like, he doesn't need the mask. As a matter of fact, from what we know of the teachings, that he held a frequency that was so, so great and so light that people, if they came even within, you know, a mile, they would instantly be healed. They and, would feel him. You know, we can talk mm -hmm. about, the, the, you know, the stories and it's, you know, it's fantasy and it's just a Bible story, etc. But it is true today that science shows that when you hold a certain frequency that is above something that is fear, that is shame, uh, where all the, you know, the sicknesses come in and people are worried. I mean, we see in our, our news all the time, our social media feeds, and we're reading about it, the, this pandemic, and people are afraid, and they've lost people, I've lost people, um, you know, we, we could die from this, it's spreading so rapidly, et cetera, et cetera, that the fear alone, again, science shows that the fear alone drops your immune system, and that alone, can make you sick where you might not be. So when I 
posted about it and I did my mis- disclaimer immediately. It was like, okay, don't want anybody to get crazy. I'm not saying let's not wear masks. This is just fear. It's being made up. No, it is a real thing. This virus is here. We understand and we know that. And myself, I actually wore a mask in the store before it became, you know, mandatory to do one. And the reason it happened was I was in a store one day and I saw uh, an older person. They were frightened. They had a mask on and they were talking to one of the checkers at the counter. They saw somebody who didn't have a mask. And right. they said, that, that person doesn't have a, they, they, you have to have, like they were panicked. And I thought, oh my God. So You're- if I'm not wearing one, I'm stressing somebody else out. I right. don't want to do that. And then I'm helping to bring down their immune which I don't want to do. But the question is more philosophical because you can get sick in your house alone mm-hmm. without a mask because you're just fearful. And, <sighs> and these and- are the teachings, you know, the, 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 the avatars, the, the, the gurus. I, I know one of the things that I absolutely loved is the uh, Dalai Lama. He said mm-hmm. it was about 10 years ago. He said that he was the last Dalai that there would be no more. Uh, because, and the reason why is because you're coming to a time in humanity where you are responsible for yourself, your health, your healing, your well-being on every level. You no longer need somebody to look to, a Yeshua, a Buddha, a Dali, that you yourself embody right. everything that it takes to be a fully actualized uh, human being. So that's where Once we- that came from. Once we're awoken, mm. once we wake up, maybe once we remember or really believe that we have that power. I'm always talking yes. about how powerful our minds are. And every guest that's along the genre that we're talking about today, it is really important to me to drive that home because our beliefs do create our reality. I'm a firm believer in that. And I know we manifest, we can manifest such a beautiful experience in this life, whether it's through business and family and our own health and well being. And the gifts we are given, it, it is our duty to share them with others. And that's part of my motivation for doing the show and not just focusing on real estate stats and appraisals and home inspections. I want to talk the stuff that really hits home for me. And I noticed when my awakening happened a few years ago, my business took off as a byproduct yeah. of my, I, I know, from my own frequency being raised. And it was just, yeah. it just allowed me to be that much more powerful in business and in my family life and in every other yeah. aspect of my being. Um, Fry, will you go to the next screen? Because I want to see, I, I know I was going somewhere with this. Ah, yes. Uh, you can shrink that down just a bit. Uh, when, when Phoenix and I were talking last night about the show, oops. Oh boy, we are, you know what? I really feel like our energy is just messing him up today. We're having technical difficulties <laughs> that we've never had ever. Never had and that's okay. That's okay. While, while, while we're know, doing I, this, I'm gonna hold up this book. This is a book that after the first time you and I spoke, you, you suggested I look into it and it's called The Magdalene yeah. Manuscript. I have not had yes. a chance to read it yet, but do you mind sharing mm. with our audience why this was a book you recommended for me to check out? Yes, well, wow, that that's a, that's a good question. You know, I, I have um, many memories, uh, personal, as you know, I mm-hmm. do past life regression, and I read the Akashic uh, record, which is the history of everything that has ever happened uh, in Earth, on the cosmos, that is happening and will happen. Mm-hmm. And we all have access into it, and 
one of my memories was in the lifetime of the Essenes when Yeshua was here with the Magdalene and the different teachings uh, that happened. And the reason that I suggested it to you, and especially in what you're doing in terms of real estate and home, is you are actually helping to ground people in their family reality, where they're going to be, where they're going to live, making a foundation. And that foundation is one of the things that we are have been very disconnected from, is that each and every one of us is connected into the earth with an umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. And this is called, this is the Kundalini, it is the energy of right. the earth. It is the energy that is within us. It's the thing that comes the, the light that worked its way up through our spine, into our third eye and out our crown. And this this truly is the awakening. You know, when you have a Kundalini awakening, they, they the reason that it is the awakening is because your energy centers that lie in your body clear away. Right. The fears, traumas, and miseducation and the untruths i will say that have been told to you your whole life and that you embody well and we're talking they about clog your systems and so this is a method and the mm-hmm. magdalene teaches it in this book okay to clear your system that goes into the earth bringing that energy into each and every chakra and clearing and this is an awakening so for you i suggested it because it's a clear path to helping people get grounded in their foundations, awake in their homes. Mm-hmm. And she actually has a process in there. It's a beautiful Ooh, work. I'm excited An to get into work. it. Yes, I'm gonna definitely read that. And hearing you, I just keep And ta- these are, by the way, uh-huh. lost, uh, just, to, I'm sorry, there's a little delay. Um, these are, sorry, I, I seem to go out. This yeah, you're is, fine. Um, these are the lost teachings um that always were around but they actually were hidden uh, by the church mm-hmm. long long time ago because they didn't want people to have access to knowing that they have this power and this control that comes from the earth right that goes through your body that you're attached and that can awaken you to everything I, in your life i read a fantastic book by dolores cannon talking about about jesus in the ascends when they talk a lot about Mary Magdalene and they talk a lot about how a lot of the things supposedly, and this is not a religious show by any means, uh, that a lot of things were removed from the Bible that um, would have been seen as maybe empowering women and maybe we're coming back into that age. And I know we're digressing from where we were going with the show theme and the show outline today because of our technical difficulties, but I'm a firm believer that there are no coincidences in this world. And right? we obviously Which needed to exactly. throw that but into our show today. Uh, Fry, do you, do, do you mind throwing back up our slide and get us back on point of where, yeah, go, you're going to have to scroll up a little bit because that's, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I am throwing you for a loop today, buddy. Technical difficulties. Te- One second, I'll technical get difficulties, but, we, but that's okay. So, uh, Phoenix, we can can yes, we can can we can continue to talk on Dolores, on Dolores Cannon, which is great because um, she is one. She was absolutely a master in the past life regression oh. realm, and I defer to her a lot as I do past 
life myself. Uh-huh. And those, uh, what she was speaking about as well, are the lost gospel of uh, Thomas. And those are so important because they're the ones that actually teach us how to heal with our heart through compassion. And this conversation that seems very you and know, perfect and, and here we, today. Yeah, but it's not. Here we right back to where we just left off, Phoenix, with the right. compassion in the heart. So exactly. perfect timing. Right. But these were these were teachings written way back then, and they were actually the teachings. The Lost Gospel of Thomas literally talks about heart, mm-hmm. and you know we have the Heart Math Institute today that has uh, shown scientifically that what's in the heart, how you feel as opposed to what you're thinking mentally, the masculine construct, we're now moving into the feminine, where you feel, and when you feel it, you can then connect and manifest these things, healings and anything that you want to do. But these were in the lost gospels. So we've had we've really had amazing. these lessons for eternity, eternity, and it seems that many people are just remembering, rediscovering, waking up to them. And that's really the topic for me for the show. But before we get into that, I wanted to get into the why, and we got sidetracked. We saw a squirrel, and his name is Fry. And now I want to get back to you, <laughs> because your story, just like last week, you know, your your website is called Shamanic Beauty. Last week I had a guest, and her and her business is called Unmarked Beauty, and mm. both of them are businesses that are meant to help us feel our best one way or the other to help us heal things that we need to have healed because when we're feeling our best we can be our best and we can achieve the best right and your beginnings were challenging and what has led you to be the person that you are today so please share with us your beginnings and what got you into spirituality sure um so my that that dark night of the soul Mm -hmm. that biggest awakening and i i feel that you know when you really go through the trauma and you don't die from it right and you learn how to live differently you wake up to all sorts of different things and for me it was when i was eight years old Mm -hmm. and i was adopted uh i was in foster and i was adopted and my brother and i were adopted into a family way out in Pennsylvania. We grew up, it was pretty, it was a very, what can I say? It was a very backward place culturally. They didn't understand about anything that wasn't in their religious or in their culture. So we came up as being Mm non-white and mixed, very harassed Uh, and teased in school, put into remedial classes, like, you know, the whole nine. Right. And one morning, um, I was eight, my brother was nine, he was crossing the street to get the school bus and he panicked because he didn't want to be late once again to be teased even for lateness or anything else. It was January and I remember he was starting a whole new leg, like this year when he went back after Christmas, things were going to be different, you know, Mm -hmm. things are going to be different with us and we were not going to be late. And in that he ran across the street and was hit by a car and killed instantly i'm sorry and yes um it's you know that moment moment where your whole entire world Mm -hmm. changes and you can't change it you realize that you have to surrender just to, to everything and of course at eight years old 
You know, I, right. I you didn't the, have the trauma about it. I'm not the having tools. those thoughts mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, much later, but one of the most incredible things and terrifying things happened was that night uh, afterwards, after we come home from the hospital and we realized, you know, what has really happened. And it's hard to, you know, years later, it doesn't really set in, you know, but right. right then you're in that trauma state. And I heard literally my brother coming in downstairs through the front door, up the stairs, and I knew it was him and I knew exactly what was happening. He didn't realize that he had passed. It happened so quickly. You know, when you're a kid, as I look back years later, it's like when you're little, right? you're scared. You don't know. Am I, am I alive? What, what's happening? And leaving me was, sure. was very difficult for him because we so have weathered this storm yeah. together in school of being bullied and called name called, calling and all that stuff. So he did not know. So he got, he literally, I feel the covers lift up. He gets into bed with me and he was a little taller than I was. So I could feel, I kept checking. I'm like, is it because the house was a little bit haunted anyway it was an old place and part of the underground railroad so i was checking myself but no it was my brother for sure and um i was frozen with fear and i could hear him and feel him thinking to me and being terribly 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 sorry that this happened that he was leaving me Mm -hmm. alone and before i knew it I had the feeling of presence of Yeshua, of Jesus. Right. Now, you have to understand, I was not religious at all. We weren't brought up in religion. I was adopted to be, there was a stipulation on my adoption to be raised in a Jewish family because my natural mother was Jewish, my biological mother. And so we didn't have religious school training. I wasn't singing songs, Jesus loves me, yes, I know. None of that was happening. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah, right. one of the points uh, I want to make is in school, I was also teased by the kids that we killed Jesus. So I, I came up always, with, you know, we were, with this we're going to go for guilt. it. We, yeah. were nig- we were niggers. That was the thing we were called. Oh. It was the, the extreme. We're going to talk about it today. This right. is what happened. Niggers, 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 you killed Jesus. You know, right. this is what happened. Killed Jesus. We killed Jesus. I mean, we you were definitely terrorized and traumatized, and and then on top of it, you lost your your partner um, in crime. There, yes. your your little your it was big my brother. partner in crime. Yes, my brother. And I, my gosh, I love my brother so much. He was he was everything to me. And so, I'm lying there, paralyzed with fear, with my brother spirit, and Jesus, who I'm wondering how and why you're even here because we killed you. I'm, I'm feeling guilty. I'm thinking, why in the world? How? And I could feel him kind of laughing almost and not laughing, but I could feel the, the almost the, the, humor the light it. jolliness mm-hmm. in his in his stomach because I felt it in mine. And he was just like, one day you'll understand and know, but for now I'm here because I'm needed. And he then took my brother to safe passage. My brother literally just kind of was sucked out from me and went off behind me how beautiful and my whole body just relaxed and I was just in tears I think I was just sweating and in tears the whole time and so I didn't talk about it for a number of years because how do you talk about it and I tried to tell my parents and they were kind of like well you're probably just upset by things and you were seeing things you imagined it maybe Mm -hmm. I imagined it Mm -hmm. maybe I did you know but what happened was it opened me to a world 
of being in touch with people and animals and nature on the highest level was if, if he anointed me as well like he gave me tools like said right. listen you're gonna need these like listen like listen sis yeah. you're gonna need these things to get through because it's gonna be a rough road right. and thank god i had those tools and one of them was compassion and we're going back the to compassion. our compassion piece yes yeah and the compassion piece is understanding that everybody even those kids who teased me and believe me when i went back to school when i had enough guts to go back to school after the accident with my brother i immediately was teased <gasps> and i was told by one and we're going to go there so everyone who's listening just Hang with on. it i have to say it yes. how it was they said you niggers deserve to die and i got beat up so how do you survive in something like that unless you have a tool where you go they know not what they do the inner strength and they know not what they do those were yeshua's words and those were i always kept them they know not what they do mm -hmm. they're all on their journey of learning they've gotten uh you know they were taught by their parents by whomever it was it's not their soul i'm right. going okay this can't be the soul of humanity but this is what is taught it's what you take on it's what clogs your system so that you don't have the light running through mm -hmm. you become dark you know there's all these things and so it helped me greatly the having the heart of compassion to constantly go they know not what they do to not let them hurt but you. it's okay right right and then as you grew through uh, what year did you develop your vocal gifts that I do want to talk about as well I always was singing ever since the time I was little, and I was that kid with the hairbrush, you know, in the mirror. Uh -huh. Awesome. <laughs> I was like with the hairbrush going. And I, you know, it's interesting because I always knew that I would be on stage doing this. Mm -hmm. I wrote music, even poetry when I was little, and I, I wrote, um, but I always knew mm -hmm. that this was going to happen. I connected it, I, I did like a time travel, if you will, and I really pictured, visualized in my mind. So I knew that was going to happen. I didn't know how, but I always knew that it was going to happen. Wow. It, it, yes. So there was no doubt that this was happening. For the audience that is not familiar with Naeem Moses, Farai, can you please, and let's hope that, that the technical difficulties are done, scroll down. There you go. Let's play a taste of some of her beautiful music. What year, uh, Phoenix, were you um, recording these songs? Well, this song came out in 2008, and I had been writing um, the CD quite a number of years before. Okay. You know, and I think my actual writing partner and producer, Susan Youngblood, is on live somewhere out there. Oh, she was, is she? So, yes. That's she's awesome. A, a great uh, producer and uh, has won. Uh, Grammys and other areas so for writing with other groups. Yes, yeah, so I had a gr an amazing team. Well, and, it, and it's beautiful music. And I know from reading your bio on your website that you were dubbed. Um, it sounded wait for I. So go underneath the heart on the. Oh, there we go. Scroll down a little bit for me, and we're going to talk about on in a minute. But I want you to scroll a little bit further, a little bit further. There, stop right there. So for I was just playing from your Pandora station, and. 
I know part of your story, and I want you to talk about this, is the challenge you experienced when you were to go out on stage, I believe it was your first time. So yes. Fry, please put her back <laughs> on camera because I want to I want to hear her talk about this because I know I had my own fear of speaking in public at one point in my career and I really resonated when I read this about you. Yes. So I had been working on writing uh, the CD with my Are writing and it starts getting attention of radio. We start putting out as an independent project uh -huh. at this point. We were shopping for a deal, but we thought, you know what, let's just, we're just going to put it out. Let's just do it. And it started getting a lot of attention. Billboard mm -hmm. magazine will get an email that says, congratulations, you're starting to chart Billboard. And we're like, wow, this is really happening. And it keeps going and going and going. And we're charting. And then radio stations are saying, hey, come and do uh, interviews. Radio is embracing the music. Actually, between us was the uh, Billboard hit uh, top 10 for 28 weeks, uh -huh. number I think, two position. Oh, Alicia wow. Keys, Nye Moses, and uh, Queen Latifah. So Stop it. Was really it. There. Oh, chills again. Okay. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really there. And Entertainment Weekly, all, all the things happening. And I have to do a performance. First performance of the CD is in Chicago Theater, opening for Chris Bodie, 3,000 people. And they all know your song, which is Really amazing. intimidating. Uh-huh. But we're getting closer and closer to the date, and I am petrified. I'm like just petrified. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's happening. Uh -huh. But I don't know if I'm prepared. This is crazy. So uh, Susan, my uh, writing partner, and if you're on the phone, you're laughing at this. She goes, <laughs> I was, I just saw Oprah. There's, there's, and she goes, I just saw, I just saw Oprah. And she said, there was a hypnotherapist on the show working with someone who had stage fright. And she said, you, you need to go. And I said, anything at this point, I'm going to go. So I went to a hypnotherapist. She did a whole incredible thing on me. And it had to do with my inner child and not trusting mm -hmm. that I was okay, not trusting I was okay. So I got on stage. And the only reason that I was able to do it is because of your hypnotherapy. It's the only reason is because right. of hypnotherapy. And I vowed that I would background after the tour mm -hmm. and learn everything about hypnotherapy. I had been studying spirituality for years, I mean, decades before. So I had a great understanding and a shamanic uh, um, healing and all kinds of things. But hypnotherapy is a thing that I was like, this is an active tool that I know many people need. And the, the, the thing I want to say about this is I never went back in my lifetime. I just kept going to the next and the next and the next. I had a clothing line. I'm doing like all the different things that I'm you, doing. And I'm, you are like Da Vinci. You, you have like, you. I saw that you were doing wardrobe. What is it on? Uh, okay, I'm kind of blessed the surprise. You you just were on the History Channel a few months ago on William Shatner's show. And I didn't know, I've, I thought I knew a lot about you. And then I saw clothing design as well. Well, I'm, well, that's the thing. I'm speeding through and doing experiences in life and being successful, being like in urban outfitters and uh -huh. in runway shows in New York. Like there's a lot happening. But the important part is I never checked back with my little self to heal from my brother, from the adoptions, from the, the literal trauma. There was abuse going on. There's a lot sure. of things happening and I didn't take care of them. So when I was to stand on that stage, I didn't trust myself. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't know myself. I could do a lot of things and I was talented, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't 
know who you are. And if, I didn't know. If you don't have confidence. And so I had to know. Yeah. And, and But that happens with many of us. We're going through life. We're busy. We have children. Have sure. Two beautiful boys. It's going through doing all of the things. And guess what? Oh. Ugh. And this is the dark night of the soul. This is the awakening that we go through. And if you don't examine the shadows, they will pop out at the, the worst times. And my time that popped out was me as the you billboard You finally, you thought you were hitting, you're hitting the big time and yep. you had this huge fear. And you know, it's so funny. So I have to share, I don't know if I've told you this, but in 2005, I was being promoted into a sales management position, which would mean I would have to speak in front of like hundreds of people on a weekly basis. And I almost didn't take the job. My cousin, who's six days older than me, she was a hypnotherapist at the time and she came and she did a session and I still remember how she taught me to hold my fingers together and get me into that calm place on the beach with the waves rushing so even though my heart was pounding in my ears and I was sweating bullets I could get through doing the presentations yes. I needed to do and, yes. and I know that that was a lot of me I can relate so much to what you're talking about right now. So yes. let's fast forward. We all need it. Oh, we, we all, all need absolutely all need it. Need I'm yeah. such a fan of hypnotherapy. And I know that's just yeah. one of your modalities that you offer to help heal people. So let's continue with the show because I feel like we've seen so many squirrels. I know I have ADD. I'm all over the place. Fry, go <laughs> back to my screen so I don't forget. Go back up. So I wanted to talk about Anna. Wait, wait, wait. Because I know Anna's supposed to be watching live and hopefully she's going to chime in here. My girlfriend that I grew up with in San Francisco, Anna Rangach, you guys met, and I'll let, and I want you to tell the story of how you two met. We knew each other as little girls in San Francisco in junior high, and she is seriously my idol. She made it on TED Talks. Like anybody who knows anything about me knows that I had gone through uh, doing Toastmasters uh, a while back, and I was doing some competing with it. And most people that are in Toastmasters, it's their dream to do a TED Talk. And this woman rocked it, and her story is amazing, and I'm hoping she'll agree to be on the show one of these days. But that said, you two crossed paths at, at a very strange time and place in your life, uh, Phoenix. Uh, Fry, please put back the screen so Phoenix can tell us the story of her and Anna meeting. Yes, Anna, that's our girl, man. Yes, she Anna is. Rage. I was, well, I was uh, getting ready to shoot the video for the, the, you know, my first single. Mm -hmm. And I was in a vegan restaurant in Los Angeles, just hanging out, eating the food. And I look over and there's this gorgeous girl sitting there with this massive turquoise ring on her finger. And I was just like, okay, I have to talk to this, I, I gotta talk to this woman. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's too much. Like I knew even if she didn't have the ring, we would be friends. However, right. I'm like, what the heck? So she, of course, we look at each other and she's like, hi, we both started talking. And I said, listen, I am shooting a video and I really would love to have, and she tells me that this is her ring and that she's a designer for uh, many celebrities. And I was like, listen, so she comes the next day with all of her incredible jewels and she, you know, dresses Dressed you up for the, video, video. Uh, for the video. Now, exactly. did, I think she might've talked about you in her TED talk. If I'm thinking back to it, she was telling, talking about in her TED talk how somebody in a restaurant like literally bought something off of her that she was wearing in the moment, and next thing she knew, she's that, selling she's selling jewelry to the stars. 
I think that was somebody else. Yes, was that it? was that was okay. Yes, it was somebody. Yeah, she has so many incredible stories. But we she does. We have stayed. Um, I mean, we're family, of course. literally family. But we are very connected in the spiritual world, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other show and a whole other sure. story. But in terms of the skull, which I talk about mm-hmm. on the history on channel, show. Mm-hmm. she started having memories before she was even awake, having dreams that she and I had sat in a council somewhere forming a crystal skull in an ancient place in a cave. She described how we were dressed. And I'm thinking, how do you even know about this? Because I knew about the skulls at that point. Mm-hmm. I had had a brain hemorrhage in 2004 before this, and I healed from my brain hemorrhage. And one of the ways I did it was using crystals. And she didn't know about all of this or the skull. So when she had these memories, it, was, it takes us fast forward to a beautiful story now in which we are highly connected spiritually through the crystals and okay, many other things. So it's a journey. It is a journey. A journey. And I and I know anybody watching our show is probably like, what in the world are these women talking about? Right? And I know <laughs> it's out lot. there. It's a lot to take in. And so take it in little chunks, you guys that are watching. But before we go there, you just reminded me. So go to Farai, please go to the screen and I want to show, go go ahead and scroll down. So we're going to get ready to take our first break or only break. One more, one more. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, uh, keep going, keep going. We're going to come back to all this. Here we go. So this is what you were just referencing. This was your debut on the History Channel when um, you were actually, your story that you were talking about of being healed from the crystals. And of course, that's our William Shatner. I I grew up as a 70s child watching Star Trek all the time. His new show is is called uh, The Unexplained on the History Channel. The episode is episode 14, season one, Mysterious Stones. Beautiful story of your own healing and I know um, the migraines you were having were also tied to a lot of you not dealing with some past trauma. So that's kind of yeah. going back to let's wake up, let's deal with some of our past traumas, let's deal with some of our past issues so we can be the best um, version of ourselves while we're here and make the best of our time that we have. So go ahead and scroll back up real quick. We already talked about Anna. And before we go on break, I think there's one more screen above her. If I want to welcome everybody to go check you out at shamanicbeauty.com. If you want to hear more of her story from the get-go with more details, because that's where I learned so much about Phoenix. And then go ahead and scroll down one more slide, Fry. And this is kind of, again, the sense of the crux of the show today. When we come back from break, I want to get into this much more. But I, I, of course, was stalking your Instagram this morning, Phoenix. Can you please, um, this is the this is the screenshot of, make no mistake, we are in the midst of a cosmic storm so vast that it will require the strength of our collective lifetimes in order to birth freedom into the new human reality. And oh my gosh, that is quite a mouthful for, um, again, the, just the regular person who maybe has never been experienced or is experienced or been open to any type of spirituality, you might think that this is just some woo-woo stuff, but I'll tell you what, I know from my own experiences, and I share this in my intro to the show, that when you can embrace your story, your past, your, and go ahead, Fry, bring bring, uh, beautiful Phoenix back, Um, your traumas. Um, I, when I met Anna, well, not when I met Anna, but back about the same time you saw her the last time, and then we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna share this quick story. 
You mentioned Anna had shared with you a vision that she had and she didn't understand what that vision was. Well, she called me in May of 2016, completely out of the blue, telling me she had this dream the night before and we were flying around, having a great time, the two of us, and, and thanked me for the great times as a young girl. And her and I hadn't talked in years. I mean, yes, Facebook connected us. Her uh, cousin, Kira Sultanovich, is a comedian, and we had all reconnected in San Francisco in 2010 and got to be Facebook friends, and uh, it was great times. And so out of the blue, we just start talking and realizing how much we were still connected and had so many things in common. And I promised her I'd come out to visit her in Austin. The day I went to Austin was November 11th, at 5.55 p.m. And I had booked the trip well before I knew my father was ill. My father had passed in on uh, Halloween of 2016. The following day, my husband's uncle, who he was named after, passed. The following day after that, my stepmom's mom, who lived with my dad mm. and her, passed. And my brother and I had to um, you know, call for the, her to be picked up. And it was just incredibly traumatic. And I had those three days of some incredible grief followed by then the following two months two more deaths and i i talk about this i talked about this on my um a speech i did for toastmasters and competition i've talked about this on the show before that i learned to overcome my grief and turn it into gratitude and thus the name of my show the grateful heart tv um i i feel very uh, grateful to anna because when i went to visit her i swear her and her friends healed me in so many ways and it was a trip that was divinely guided before before mm -hmm. I even knew anything was coming my way or wrong. And, you know, so blessed that I have these angels and angel like Anna that, um, you know, helped mm -hmm. help take care of me and help heal me. And and I feel very like it's my duty now to share these stories yeah. because yeah. we we are all here experiencing things that that grief could have taken me out and would have probably most normal people but yet within a couple weeks i really felt so much better than i probably should have or that people expected because of yeah. the love and compassion she showed me and same with her friends out in austin on that very epic uh trip that i had i'm very excited to get to see her uh, hopefully next month yeah. if covid doesn't stop my that's, airplane plans right that's you know what you said is so profound because it is our duty to use our traumas to heal ourselves and then to turn around and to heal others because we are all in this as a collective work it's not just many times when you're going through the traumas i know as when right. i was a child I, I felt like an island that was like mm -hmm. nobody understood what was happening or what i was going through and i learned to be very alone but as i grew i realized that everybody was having traumas and that mind just like what you're saying right with yours uh and turning it into the show the grateful heart is exactly what we need to be doing for each other it's like whoever goes you, you pass the baton you know you take right. the hand you for me with my experiences with yeshua and i have others and with other ascended masters as magdalene as well has come to me and we all have those they're passing the baton they're passing a light to go hey we're in this together. It's all a grateful heart. So I love the name of your show, and Thank that's exactly you. what we're doing. Doing. And you would think that this is enough to wrap up our show, but oh, no, no, no. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> for two minutes, 
And then I want to get into uh, Phoenix's website to share with you guys, if you want to learn more about her and her services that she offers, I'm going to have her teach us a little bit for a few minutes before we end the show. So for I go ahead and run our commercials and you gorgeous, you stay tuned. Okay, don't go anywhere. Yeah. For a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. Tara Creek and the TK team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit the TKteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyers Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs with access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters. Lawyers Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyers Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyers Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Reels are recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121. Welcome back to the show. Thank you guys for staying tuned in. Mm-hmm. We were just teasing Farai on on break that uh, you know we're gonna have to be cutting out a lot of our technical difficulties that we've experienced, but made for a fun first half. Welcome back, Phoenix. Welcome back. We love the technical. <laughs> the technical difficulties are are fun. Oh, they are. They, they keep, keep us it, on our toes. Keep it alive. Keep it right. real, right? So <laughs> keeping it real. I, I thought what we would do the second half of the show is we're going to go through your website and talk about the different offerings and get a little bit more into because I feel like we've kind of come full circle of to how we've met your beginnings and I want to talk about what you do for people today because we already talked about how it's our duty to help others. You help in so many ways. It's so impressive. So, Fry, please pull up the screen, and then I'm going to have um, Phoenix, if you can, on. Can you re- can you see the screen at all on your end? It's your me, it's your me, landing not, page. Not so much. It's your landing page on your website, Shamanic Beauty, right. and it mm-hmm. talks about how you are a channel, a certified clinical hypnotherapist, a transformational life coach for health, beauty, and wellness. And it's a gorgeous picture of you, by the way, in your white dress. So uh, hopefully that, that now you can picture what we're looking at. Um, yes, I see. <laughs> okay, you. good, good, good. And then go ahead and scroll down, Fry. And the next page is under your area of expertise. Uh, the first thing that's on this list is your certified hypnotherapist. And again, 
I've been a big fan of hypnotherapy since my first experience with my cousin in 2005. And then I got super lost in the Dolores Cannon books recently in the last couple of years. Can you please talk about what it means to be a certified clinical hypnotherapist? And I, it looks like sure. you have a director's award of HMI. And, I, and mm-hmm. I have a feeling some of your abbreviations behind your name also have to do with your certifications. Yes, yes it does. Um, for, you know, at first, just to, to explain what shamanic beauty is to give you an overlay, the shaman uh, is becoming the shaman of your own soul. So the shaman is the guru, the healer, right. the teacher of your own soul, which is the beauty, because the beauty aspect of you is your soul. It's uh-huh. how you walk this path, you know, in, in beauty is what you want to do. So shamanic beauty covers all of that. And the hypnotherapy piece for me, as I talked about before, was so helpful because it reprogrammed my subconscious mind and had me drop the fears, right? drop the traumas, to rethink them so that I could embody something that is different. And that is truly in, in hypnotherapy uh, from the time you are born, you come out of the womb. Actually, it's before. It's in the last trimester till you're about seven or eight years old. You are operating in your subconscious mind. You are literally in a theta brainwave, which is that little in between, you know, waking and sleeping. This is really as a child where you are. So you are taking in all the information, all the events, every single thing you hear, see, taste, smell. It's why we learn so well at that time period, right? right exactly. Because you're just open. You're a sponge. Mm-hmm. And you absorb in everything. And you you actually don't know, have an opinion necessarily yet about whether things are good or bad. You can have a, a, a feeling, but you don't have a mental opinion because it's just happening. It's what right. you know. Right. As you get a little bit older, you start to develop a critical mind, starts thinking, and then the conscious mind, which is literally only about 10%, and you're literally about... 90% of just rounding it off, subconscious. So when you move into your adult life and you're trying to make change and uh-huh. um, be successful or stop smoking, this is why smoking is big in the hypnotherapy, or trying to figure Lose out why. weight keep, or things. Um, yeah, you keep going, why do I keep attracting the same type of relationship? Well, the reason why is you are a bed of attraction, a sure. subconscious the biggest part of you is your subconscious mind and you keep attracting all the things that you learned and that you know to be true. So hypnotherapy goes in, it bypasses the conscious mind, it goes into the critical mind, down into the subconscious mind, and then you begin to rework and to rethink all those things that you came up with and it's pretty magical. You know, I love listening to you talk because I'm also a big fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I got to do a wonderful seminar with him in February up in Sedona. And he talked about the theta brainwaves and how important it is to reprogram ourselves to a healthier experience than just going back to the old past and and recreating the new. So, you know, there's so many different belief systems that all lead really to the same 
basis, the, right? The theta work, the work of Joe Dispenza, I will tell you when I was in, um, in hypnotherapy at HMI, it's like one of the world famous spots to learn. It's not just a weekend certification. Sure. You're, it's a year long clinical certification. Um, and it went hand in hand with many of my shamanic studies. But it was fascinating because the uh, men who were researching uh, hypnotherapy on a scientific level had also gone to the Hopi Nation. And when they went to the Hopi Nation, they said that the shamanic, the, the books of the shamans were literally Hypnosis 101. No they have been doing it forever, forever, which is going into that subconscious mind, either through singing, through drumming, through talking down, through guided meditation. This is ancient, ancient work. We are doing nothing new, nothing. any of us. No, but it, a lot of us forgot, got, or never, re we just haven't remembered that we had those capabilities and how much um, better our experiences are when we can raise our own vibration. We don't have to rely on anyone else. Right. And, and that's, that's where the shaman, where the shamanic beauty is. You are your own doctor, your own guru, your own healer. And what I was saying before about the Dali, he said, I'm the last Dali. Yeah. Because you Can are going to now remember what you forgot, right. which is we have the power to do all of these things. So one of the beautiful things that you offer is hypnotherapy. You're certified to do so. Farai, will you please show the screen so I remember what item number two on her full menu was. Okay, past life regressional. Now, go back to my beautiful friend, Phoenix. Past life regressional. <laughs> and I know this is a lot about Dolores Cannon's work because when you're doing hypnotherapy, you do past life regressions a lot of times at the same time or go into the Akashic. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I'm sure a lot of people watching may think that this is all mumbo jumbo, you know, la-di-da, right. crazy stuff. Can you break down yeah. the science to it? Because there actually is one. No, Dolores Cannon, Cannon started doing hypnotherapy for weight loss. Yeah, she I know. She was not trying to do anything any else. past life regression. She stumbled on all came, this, right? She sure did. As uh, there is, I'm trying to think of the, the man's name, who's very famous as well. He's a uh, psychiatrist. And he, too, very by accident, stumbled upon this, where people start having these memories. And it happens because you drop into that theta brainwave. Many times you can access it through meditation, which is another thing that drops you into the theta brain wave. If you, this is something uh, very easy to grasp for uh, general listeners who think, you know, who, who don't understand this, or it's harder to, when you're in, sitting in a movie and you're so immersed in that movie that you forget, you're like, oh yeah, wait a minute, I'm in a movie, because you've given yourself up to the story. You know, right, when you're right. driving home. You get relaxed. And you're thinking about something and you miss your exit from the mm -hmm. freeway. Mm -hmm. You know, that, or your kids are playing video games, or you are, and you can be eight hours and go, oh my God, it you only just, seemed like it was half an hour. It's because you have dropped into the theta brainwave. And mm -hmm. that access point allows the door open as well into the Akashic Records, which is into your DNA cellular memory where all of your other lifetimes and are revealed and can be found. And even if you're a person that doesn't believe, maybe you don't have a belief that there's past lifetime, you can be pretty surprised when you allow yourself to get into this state, what comes up. And I've had people who had not a clue, were not looking for a past life, who were doing a different kind of session with me like one which will come up later sure. uh, for um, 
adoption, somebody mm-hmm. who was adopted and, and really wanted to connect with their biological family they had never met. And we did a regu- we brought them into womb. Mm-hmm. And from there, just thought I was going to stay there. And no, she shot off into an entire different realm in which her ancestors came in from a past life to introduce themselves to her. And she came out just transformed but the transformed crying a changed Mm -hmm. person because she had finally felt connected where she never ever ever did with her family to my point where some of the audience that's watching today may not think that any of this is real or what have you but what you just said is these are true experiences of people that you're helping and regardless of whether you might the audience believe this or not she came out transformed and I'm sure had a much better sense of a, a sense of herself, sense of being, yeah. and I'm sure alleviated a lot of pain. And so whether you're meditating, whether you're praying, whether you're jogging and you get into that zone, I mean, it's just, you're talking about getting into that zone where you can maybe tap into your own source. And I talk about that again in my, in my intro to the show. So I I love everything that you're about, Fry. I know we're going to start running out of time. Get me my slide back up so I can remember what item number three is. Master in therapeutic imagery and meditation teacher. Oh, yes. And please talk about um, meditation. I have had other guests. Go ahead and go back to Phoenix. I have had other guests. I've had a Kundalini yoga instructor, a a yoga nidra instructor. Um, You know, it's all definitely different um, facets of of a very similar genre. Talk about what what your offering is. So in the meditation, um, a lot of what I do is I help teach people to go into their third eye, into the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. And that is a gland that lies directly in the center of the brain. Mm -hmm. It is responsible for least for releasing DMT, mm-hmm. which is what takes you on journey. Right. Uh, there are crystals and water inside the pineal gland, and they give you direct access to uh, the higher realms. All that's happening outside to guides, again, to past lives, because it gives you access to the Akash, that record that holds the information, the, the living library. The book of life everything that's happened that is happening now and will happen in the future which is it's hard to get that concept because it it begs to have you understand that there is no time that time doesn't really exist it's not necessarily but that's exactly linear. where theta mm-hmm. takes you mm-hmm. because when you're in the movie and you forget and you're in the video game you forget you're driving and you forget you are in a no time and it's the access of the third eye you literally are sucked into that zone and, and space where all possibilities all of these are and that is where you can calm your fears your fears of the unknown your fears from the past i know my own uh, experience um not until my father passed and i dealt with all those deaths the same week i i came home a different person from anna's house and i have i, I meditate and I, I pray every day before i go to bed every night i do that now and the meditation has definitely helped me find that, um, and I and, and I would be lying if I said I meditated every day. I wish I made the time every day because I I do feel it's like my own way of having a better sense of myself. And as a result, 
it has tr the byproduct i've said this a few times already today has been much more success in my business and it's because i'm sure that i am in a just different place mentally spiritually and people can feel that difference and i operate differently so i would encourage everybody if you've never meditated, don't think it's all hogwash because it's not. And there's beautiful people like Phoenix who can help guide you on that journey to at least get started so that you can have your own practice. I've had uh, Veronica Berrigan on before. I've had other other wonderful teachers that um, can help as well. I know that uh, Phoenix isn't local, but I know you do a lot of stuff on Zoom because you and I have done a lot of stuff yeah. on Zoom. So yeah, these, Zoom. these days, uh, everything um, is so much more accessible. Fry, please yeah. show me the screen because I think there's two more things. The next one is, and I can't print. I don't want to. I don't want to say this wrong. There's a certain form of Reiki that you have yes. um, practice. It's a traditional Japanese Reiki. How do you pronounce it? Because I'm going to butcher it if I even try to say it. No, it, it actually looks um, exactly how it how sounds. It, 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 it does Jikiden. Jikiden. Uh, Jikiden Reiki and. The Jikiden Reiki is the the original Reiki, and it's the Reiki that never left Japan. Uh, and I'm honored to be studying with the Japanese sensei, Hidao um, Yamaguchi, uh, who is the president of the Jikiden Reiki Association, and Frank Arjava Petter sensei, just profound in the teachings. And the word Jikiden means in Japanese directly handed down. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I originally um, studied the Western Reiki, uh -huh. and there were some, for me, holes in the story. And then I realized later why it's, it, it's a little uh, or a lot as if um, something comes from another country, it comes to the West, as here in the West, uh, you're known as a Reiki master. Right. And I have to say, just that master word for me, it bothered me because I studied for years decades and decades many things and to refer to myself as a master felt a little uncomfortable and then to do a weekend and then be called a master or even a couple months or a year it felt uncomfortable so in my digging i found this beautiful path in which from dr usui who is the rediscoverer of his hands-on healing much as yeshua was in his healings um, and which is why I, I really oh, wanted to learn. The that's interesting. Um, okay. Yes. So, and I, and I heard all the Bible stories of how Jesus could heal with his hands and I never put the correlation. So I've done some Reiki sessions with different practitioners here in town. Um, I've done them with someone over the phone um, who wasn't local. Can you just help, help our audience understand what is Reiki? Because I, I know a lot of people watching may not know that modality, or maybe they've heard of it, but they don't really understand what it is. Sure. Well, in um, just just also to just to, to to finish the part about the master, it's in in Japan. They would say we're, we would always be referred to as a sensei that you're mm -hmm. never master because you never have mastered anything. We're always in the process of mastering. We're learning. So. Yeah, so he was very important, and the integrity of the work feels from a, a place that, that is so heart-based and, and so honest. Um, so Reiki is the energy, really, from the cosmos. Every single thing has Reiki inside us. And when we are uh, practicing uh, Reiki in the Jikiden, the understanding is that it's not as if I'm going to give you 
Reiki, something that you don't have, you know, spirit sure. or light. We're opening, once again, the channels, just like we talked about before mm-hmm. when that, with you with the real estate and the, the channel of the Kundalini coming up from the earth and coming through the body. This is all Reiki energy. And you are, we are just clearing it when you're practicing as a practitioner, clearing your portals, your chakras, your energy centers that have been clogged from emotions, from all the things that we talked about this whole entire show are clearing your centers so that you can have the understanding of self so that you can then heal. Uh, So the physical, so there's nothing that happens in your body. There's no physical ailment that doesn't come to your body that is not from an emotional thing that has happened first. Every single thing, Deepak Deepak Joker talks about this, that there is nothing that is in the physical body that doesn't first manifest in the emotional body. Absolutely. And so, I, I love Deepak all... Chopra too. He's just amazing. And so just so the, the audience can hear, Reiki is not massage. There's not actually touch usually involved, correct? There is touch. There is hands on the body, but so it's you not do... a massaging, but okay. you touch the hands on the body, yes, directly, uh-huh. so that the energy is flowing, the Reiki from the practitioner is flowing through the crown, it goes down into the solar plexus, it comes back out and goes through the arms into the hands and out from the hands, a la Yeshua style, the healing happens through the hands. That's and so fascinating. That you can actually feel, so when you have an ailment or something is hurting on your body, mm-hmm. you put the hands on, you can feel as a Reiki practitioner, or we're trained in the Jikaden, to actually feel the levels of discomfort that the person is having. And through the hands-on technique, the um, symptoms Energy is will begin to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the symptoms go away because they're really moving out of the way of the light. It's just... Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, Fry, I think there's two more things on, on Phoenix's website as if she doesn't offer enough. Um, we have, hold on, get back up there, stop, okay health and beauty coach. And um, you you write here that I'm a leader and expert in plant-based lifestyle for over 25 years, an advocate of total fitness and training in mind, body, and spirit, and working all in conjunction to complement the wholeness of exactly who you desire to be, the most youthful, vibrant, happy, and loved version of yourself. Okay, so girlfriend, put, put, put my beautiful friend back on. I love you. She goes, okay, girlfriend. Yes, let's do this for I. So everything that I just said, I have to say, you do not, and I don't even want to put you on the spot, but you look so beautiful. And I know you walk the talk. You do everything that you advocate for others to do because you live a very healthy lifestyle. And it shows you glow in your beauty. And I love that about you. Um, and, and, I, and I know you shared with me to, to start eating seaweed was one of the things you told me to do recently. I haven't found it yet. I know you sent me a link. I'm a bad girl. Sorry about that. But I do That's plan okay. to get into it um, because I, I know that in the last few years, I've experienced a lot of stomach gut issues. Um, and a lot of it has to do with my own diet and that's why I had my holistic doctor on to share some of her wonderful things that she was educating us on. Um, in a snapshot, if somebody wanted to come to you for coaching for that, what does that look like? So it, it's, a, it's a complete work, mind, body, and soul. Uh, you can't do just mind. 
without addressing the body. I say it's an it's an inside outside job. It's as within, as without, as mm-hmm. above, as below. Mm-hmm. The, this statement that we've heard so many times, we, you hear it, but right. we don't really put it into Apply practice. It. And what mm-hmm. you said, walking the walk, um, and it's a complete work. So that you are putting pressure on your body through fasting, which I'm actually doing a fast right now, I'm oh, on day wow. two of a five day um, water fast. Exercise is putting pressure on the body, on the muscles, on the bones, pushing or doing weights or Mm -hmm. any resistance training. It allows your body to grow muscle, to be healthy, to be youthful. It's the same way mentally and when you go through trauma, you're putting stress on the system to go through those dark nights to then release itself when you train yourself for it to grow. It's, I call it diamonds under pressure, if you will. When you have diamonds, they've been under you know, the ground for years and years and years under a certain amount of pressure and they come out beautiful. So when you put pressure on the body from all the different modalities in terms of eating and exercise and mental work, emotional work, you can be a complete package. Yeah. <laughs> I, I exactly. Think, and, so, so yeah. So the, the the coaching is you know on every level. I've been uh, uh, I haven't I've been plant based. I haven't eaten meat or dairy for probably about 27, 28 years. Okay. Um, and we talk about frequency. And one of the things that's very very important with the body is what you eat. You want to eat living things because you want to be alive. Right. You want to keep feeding yourselves. If you eat things that Fast are not alive, food, chemicals, you know, things of that nature, they're going to weigh you down. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It weighs your your body down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it weighs it down mentally, physically, and emotionally on every level. So, I energetically. You mean you just keep the, you just drag? No, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we know what's done. You know, today so much with the the meat and the way meat uh, is harvested mm-hmm. um, and it goes under a lot of trauma and a lot of terror it releases fear right and the fear hormone slotted. into the meat yeah. we then ingest that fear hormone and our immune goes way down Ew. so it's one of the reasons you wanted to introduce yeah just on a frequency level you want to introduce high vibrational food and nourishment into your diet into your body to raise the frequency it raises the immune and and Right now, more than any other time, our immune system is so critical that we are feeding ourselves things that are going to help us stay strong because we have this nasty virus out there floating around. And a lot of people, unfortunately, have gotten sick and unfortunately passed because when they contracted this uh, virus, their system wasn't strong enough to fight it off. So that's a wonderful offering. And then last but not least, uh, we were talking last night about this. Um, your your beginning as an adoptive child, you now help people coach or coach people. And I was really encouraging my mom recently because my mother was in an orphanage at the age of three. And I know she experienced some really heavy stuff as a, re, as, as a um, 
I don't even know how to say it. Like just as a as a byproduct of being adopted, you know, she's had a lot of trauma throughout her life that she hasn't been able to release. And I would love to know what steps you take to help people who've been down that journey um, get better sure. and heal. Um, we take the journey to actually have you go back and remember when you were rooted into your mother and into the earth, which is your original mother. And you begin to realize that even if you were removed or taken away for whatever reason from your biological mother, you still have the roots and foundation into spirit itself. And that's it's just one of the most important things because when you lose the, the root and you have the abandonment issues from the mother, it's, it's trauma. And when you're taken away from your mother, you literally go through the rest of your life in a post-traumatic state because you don't trust anything. PTSD. Um, yeah, you don't trust anything. Mm -hmm. It's hard to trust. You don't even know why. You're not consciously doing it, but on a subconscious level, if you can't smell, feel, or taste your mother, you don't. You naturally don't trust because you're off kilter and you go literally into the rest of your life not really trusting and not being connected and feeling odd. So helping people reconnect to that is one of the biggest things. And, and it's every and time that I've worked with somebody, mm -hmm. uh, taking them there, it's profound I, uh, and life-changing, like absolutely in, in, we're in a career, life's purpose, relationship, it completely changes. And I think, uh, you know, we, we talked about this before, one of the biggest pieces of people being adopted or not adopted is not connecting with your life's purpose. Why did you come here mm -hmm. on planet itself? Why did you come here? And what are you doing and you when you're here to support everything else well, that's and that, going on? And that is really the um, crux of our show today is what you just said, uh, Phoenix. Everybody wants to know, why are we here? Isn't that the yeah. ultimate question that we're all looking to answer everywhere we go? Um, a lot of times, I, you know, we're seeing more traffic on the road today. It was just so bizarre during the quarantine, so few people on the road. And I remember thinking to myself, normally, like there was this rat race and everybody's rushing around all over the place. And ultimately, where are we going? And I know that yeah. that is the question that every person here, when you, when you can sit down and, you know, really talk about it and think about it, that's all we're looking to um, figure out while we're here on God's earth. So, well, I think that, well, I know, I will say firmly, we are all here really just to love. We are, are, are here, every human being's sole purpose is here to learn love and to be more love. And then from that, each, what is each of us doing to access that love? You know, are you going to express it through, you know, what career, you know, right. what, what are you doing to contribute? Who are you helping? And that accesses you into the actual soul's purpose which is to be love so i feel everybody has the same purpose but how do you access it that's kind of like you know it's the right really the point the before, main and that's the question like what's going to make you happy is it through art is it through writing is it through music is it through economy like what is it so we that have you're doing to get to it
We have a big heart at the end of the maze, and we're all taking different directions to find yeah, that heart at the exactly. end of the maze, right? And uh, it's the one heart of humanity. It's, it's the one heart. And that's where the we go back to the picture with the compassion across the top and the big heart that we started off the show with. Farai, please pull up the screen one last time because I know we're wrapping up the show. These are all the things that you guys can find on Phoenix's website. Scroll down a slide for me. If you guys go to her Instagram, uh, she ha offers a lot of different things if you check her out on her Instagram. Uh, just a week ago, she offered uh, a guided meditation and sound healing on J uh, July 5th. I'm sure I've, I've been following her for a while on Instagram. These pop up regularly. Uh, scroll down one more time because I would love to have Phoenix talk about some of this as well. On her Instagram, she has a wonderful Instagram TV channel with tons of video. One, like one of them I'm looking at right now, who you came here to be. Again, summing up the uh, answer of why am I here? And then one more down and then I would love to, oh, special offer. We can't forget to talk about the special offer, Phoenix. Um, just go down one more slide for I, here we go. Ceremony meditation. I would love for you to talk about this because when I was looking on your Instagram, the link took me also to this page. Fry, if you could bring Phoenix back so she could talk about her offerings, the uh, meditation classes, and uh, let's let's definitely wrap up the show with what would you like to leave people with today? Sure, sure. Well, the ceremony meditation is beautiful. Before COVID, I was invited to uh, teach uh, with a group of other teachers at a beautiful uh, studio ceremony meditation in Venice where Roxy is the owner. So she now has all of her stuff online. So every Wednesday evening, I do a meditation through the ceremonies uh, site. So that's what that is through okay. their live Instagram. Um, and so everybody check out Ceremony Meditation on Instagram, right? Yes, absolutely. Everybody go to Ceremony Meditation. Definitely, please go there, um, like them, see all their different offerings as well. It's beautiful. Say hello to Roxy. And um, meditating with uh, animals, Pamela which is great. That's the one, uh, that's the last when we had done the full moon ceremony. Uh -huh. She's great. She had a teepee, uh, did ceremonies in Agora, which was amazing uh, in person. So maybe that'll come back afterwards. Hopefully. But, um, so the, the what I'm working on uh, right now, other than the things that you mentioned, is uh, a beautiful uh, mini uh, course called For the Love of Humanity. For the Love of and Humanity. Yes. And the reason I'm doing that, and you, you hear it behind us, like for the love of humanity, we have to get this right. Right. But for also, you know, the love of humanity, the compassion for each of us to be able to understand the different parts of history and stories that we are going through, especially right now with all of the, the race relations. People are trying to understand what's happening. Right. And I see that it's very difficult. People, they have their own stories. Uh, we've all been taught a certain thing. We haven't been taught what's really, really happening. And because of that, it causes a lot of confusion and it closes off a lot of people's hearts to just loving each other, you know, all of us. Mm -hmm. And the love of humanity is a course that takes you through your entire system as a technology. Okay. Because it really is a technology. Sure. The third eye is a technology. All these portals that, even though they're called chakras, chakras. in the mm -hmm. in this world, they are, are actually physical 
portals of energy that exist on the body and when you begin to open them we begin to love each other and because you begin to love yourself and you have an understanding as to what your neighbor is going through right and the compassion and piece goes in there mm -hmm. exactly so the love of humanity the for the love of humanity is going to so be for the love of yeah for the love of humanity is so that we can begin to love ourselves and we can begin to then understand and love one another and it brings us right back to compassion it brings us right back and to life's purpose and we can go right to love. the story from jesus one of his number one lessons was love another as you would yourself right and love your neighbor and i i love all of it and i love the fact that you've come on and allowed me to interview you and ask you so many questions you guys watching the show today if you mention grateful heart to phoenix uh and you want to do her next course when she makes it available here in the near future she did say that she would give you guys a nice little discounted price so make sure you mention grateful heart and that's where you heard about it and uh before we end the show um any last words of wisdom before we say goodbye today because this has been actually i know we've gone well over our normal time allowed but you know between fry's technical difficulties uh, i think it's going to be okay it'll probably still end up being a normal one hour segment um I know you've got, oh, I have to mention this, but I'm not gonna say too much. In a week, you have a really exciting thing happening that you're gonna have a show on a channel that I'm a huge fan of, and it's one of my favorite shows. So I hope one of these days you'll come back and I'll get to interview you about your experience that you're getting ready to have. I am so excited Yay. for you. That's so exciting. Yes, thank you so much. So exciting for all of us. And I just, just, the, any words that I leave with are just being grateful to come on to uh, platforms like yours and your specific platform and call Grateful Heart, which I, I love the title because it's exactly We're what at. we need to become, mm -hmm. having the heart and being grateful. Amen. I love so you, you tremendously. Thank you so much for coming on today. And have a wonderful week, everybody who uh, watched the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And please follow this beautiful woman, Phoenix Rising, the official Phoenix Rising on Instagram. And check out her website, Shamanic Beauty. Have a great week, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation hey.